Welcome back. Sorry, I'm getting adjusted. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. And I'm your host, Haley Kobza. And I'm Lena. So, uh, so fun fact, um, we've sold quite a few tickets for our upcoming event. So exciting. This so, is going to be such a great night. Yeah. I mean, no pressure on Lena. <laughs> pressure taken. Um, yeah. She's just, I'm just going to be up there like petting her and being like, you got this girl. Yep. Um, it'll be a really fun night though. So if you do want to come, make sure that you guys give Sainers a call and yep. get buy your, your table yep. or your table. My yep. gosh. Yeah. Cause I don't know how many tables did they say we had left? Um, maybe four or five. Yeah. Like so that. yeah. Gather up your friends Yep. or your girlfriends. Plan or, a night out. Yeah. Either yeah. with a group of girls, maybe your Bible study group, your spouse and some good friends. Bible study. Is it going to be? Well, you know, I feel like everything in life needs to be a little colorful. That's, that's exactly. That's yeah. And open-minded. And open-minded. Yes. These are some good, good Christian words there. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. Yep. So head out. We're September prob- 9th. Get there. We're probably scaring the person that we have in studio today because he's like, uh, so yeah, I'm not allowed like, to great. say my normal vocab. Oh. But today in studio, uh, we have a super awesome person that was was a part. I mean, I always still think if you were a part of McCook Community College ever, you're still a part of our family. But was a part of McCook Community College. Um, lo and behold, though, he has moved on. I'm not going to say to bigger and better things because that's all in McCook, but no matter what he's going to do great so today we're going to talk to kevin kaleberg which you guys if you do listen to our podcast you know that we had his daughter on here not too long ago so rock and roll Okay, here we go. Um, we forgot to tell you, Kevin, you're going to be really close to that mic. Yep. Yeah, with your mouth. <laughs> Not your body, your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> it all helps. Well, it's my mouth's attached to my body. Yeah, he okay. knows what he's doing. All right, yeah. here we go. Yep. It's going to be a great day in the hot box. I, I just yep. need to start with my daughter doesn't know what she's talking about, so whatever she said. You haven't listened yet? No, he no. doesn't even oh. know what like a podcast is. I do, too. I listen to podcasts all the time. Just oh, not this one. I listen Kevin. to Iowa Hawkeye podcasts. What? Where's oh. Iowa? <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> oh, perception is what perception is, correct? Yeah. Right. yeah. So today mm-hmm. we have Kevin Kaleberg with us. He uh, previous NCC softball coach. And now, where are you headed? Southeastern Community College. It's Soft- in Burlington, Iowa. Oh, it's right on the river. Is that where Burlington of- Coat Factory is? No, it's not. <laughs> This is gonna be this great. Is, this is gonna this be great. It's gonna be. So I love good. that you're already beeping yourself out by just you, moving away you, from the mic. Mouth away. Yeah. yeah, you know it's good. No, no. it is not. Go. I'm just gonna say that I have no idea, but yeah. I'm gonna say no. Oh my gosh, I like his confidence. Okay, so you don't listen to our episodes, so this is gonna be really fun for you. We always do like a fun little warm up for all of our. What are you? Guest. Guest. I don't. Jeez, I have not even drink more water. Uh, um, yeah. So we're gonna do like a mad minute. So I'm going to ask you some random questions, and then you're just going to, first thing that comes to the top of your head, say it. It's All okay. Right. And you, well, anything. Anything. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. 
Take we don't, the kids really, out of the room. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> it's we, go time. Yeah, <laughs> prepped. Okay, ready? What song would be your theme song? Oh, it's got to be ACDC. Oh, okay. Which um, one? Thunderstruck or Back in Black? One of those two. Oh. Hawkeyes have Back in Black. I'll take Thunderstruck. Gosh, so much Iowa love in here. Uh, yeah, there I need is. to go visit this yeah. state. Well, not There's really. There's no but reason to on. go. <laughs> go Hawks. Okay. If you could swap lives with one of your friends, who would it be? Do you have friends? That was a bad question. Not in the question. I have to think about which ones are my friends. I know. And no, I wouldn't. I like I'm, a, I'm a softball coach. It's what I do. I love it. Oh, yes. yes. so awesome. Who knows the most secrets about you? Who? Oh, gosh. Um, the most secrets about me. Oh, probably my cousin, Dan. Okay. Good friends? He, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we hang out all the time. But Did he, you grow yeah. up together? Uh, yeah. Kids? Oh, fun. Okay. But we, we hung out more as we got older and... Yeah, I, yeah. Probably I would go with Dan. Okay, I need to get old as Dan to find out some stuff. Ah, <laughs> uh, he'd be a riot. You'd yeah? love him on your podcast. Yeah? I'm not oh. kidding. He's an English teacher. Oh, um, even better. And he's a wordsmith, man. He he knows what he's doing. But he's funny. He's, yeah. he's a good guy. So you didn't get those genetics? No, no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you had to get a tattoo today, what would it be? You can say Cope, so that's fine. No. Okay. <laughs> um, I I I would I would have to find a saying that I really believe in to okay. put on. Um, this this one on my left arm. Mm-hmm. I always want to know what does that mean. So, I got this before I came out to McCook when I was deciding if I was coming out. Uh huh. And it means if you want change, you must invite chaos. Oh, that's <gasps> so good. That's. My wife picked it out. She said, "This is you." Yes. Because I couldn't decide and I was worried about, well, I've never been away, this far away from my kids. And I was kind of a train wreck, but I'm a train wreck most days. Um, Amen. But yeah, that's what that means. And then I got, of course, the, the Hawkeye on my other one. Go Hawks. I never realized that's what you. I thought it was like an army or he some military. bleeds bird. Iowa. I know. Good I knew that's what it was, but I wasn't wow. going to give it credit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a military bird of some that's kind. <laughs> He, he, I mean, he looks like. So yeah, I would, I would go with something uh, saying that means something in my life. Okay, what is your nickname? I, I don't have one. No. Okay. That you know about? Oh no! Behind my back, there's some (laughs) doozies. Yeah, my (laughs) bad. What is your favorite topic to talk about? Sports. Mm, Hawkeye football. Right. Uh Uh, We can go Hawkeye basketball if you want to do that instead, instead of Hawkeye football. Wait, are these like pro teams? I'm, it's, no, no, it's, it's Iowa, like, University what? of Iowa. It's okay, skip. Okay, stop. Okay, next Get question. Get out from under um, your rock. <laughs> Which family member are you closest to? Your cousin. Yeah, I would say my, my cousin. Yeah. Okay. What is a habit that you've picked up from your parents? Um, probably lack of patience. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's really not my fault that I don't have any patience. Yeah. Got to keep this um, episode short. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ask good questions. Oh, yeah, gosh. Exactly. What is one goal you have for the near future? Well, I've probably already lived longer than people thought I would based on my past. So, you know, that goal is kind of done. Um, <laughs> well, I want to have fun. Okay. Aww. I want to you, I mean, you just, you got to have, and 
I'll be back closer to my family, and I just I want to have fun, and that's oh that's God. what it's Fantastic. all about. Yeah. What is one fact every friend should know about you? You mean besides I'm awesome? Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. Besides, oh, that. Besides, besides that one. one. Besides yeah. that one. Um. So I I don't let many people get close to me. Okay. But those that are, I'll go to the ends of earth to help them. Oh, and that that's, includes my players. They get close to me because I'm their coach. Right. Um, and we become family. So yeah. that's there's nothing I won't do to help yeah, them. That's sweet. Gosh, this is going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. If you were going to die tomorrow, oh, what would you do today? Hot wings. And beer. And beer. <laughs> and, yes. he, and he's here. And so. he's here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd make sure my family was here uh-huh. and hot wings and beer. And man, let's have fun. Oh, yeah. Let's celebrate. Let's, let's have a good time. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I'm not a complicated person. No, you're not. What is one concept you can't understand no matter no matter how hard you try? Um those <laughs> that, those like, that don't don't think you have to put in effort and don't want to work. I don't get it. Oh my gosh. I, Amen. It, it, it drives me crazy. I have no mm. I have zero patience for it. Um get over the entitled thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever it caused you to believe this. Yeah. Um but it just, I hate it. hate it. Yeah. Well, that was a great way to start. That was really good. I like that. that. Was, I'm feel, that was like, the first time for like me being in the room when you did one of those. Like that. Yeah. One. I liked it. That was. Yeah. Good that stuff. That was deep. That was, was deep. So Kevin, let's get started from, because we ended up getting to know each other because you were my, we were like coworkers, I guess. And I Wait, think. You, stop. You do work there then. You stop. Okay. Them. Just check you it. stop that right now. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I used to get that same thing when I worked there yeah. too, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I've I mean, texted Coach Olson many times and asked if you we still oh, have volleyball by coach. Atlanta. <laughs> what? It, this is C Title Nine. I'm the only uh. female, so mm, just kidding. I wouldn't trade working with these guys any day. So one of the coolest things I think about you, and it's like really inspiring, is the fact that before you came to McCook, you were not a co- college coach. You were a I did a showcase travel ball and high school ball. And what was your main job? Oh, main job? I was finance director at the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics. You were a sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is so huge. It It is. So huge. So, yeah. Like, 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 leave the money behind, follow your dreams, do something that, like, you love and you're passionate about. And, like, after watching, like, I just happened to be there when a practice was going on because somebody, you know, my daughter was having practice. And I was like, who is is this guy yeah like the level of intensity of the practice i was like this is different mm-hmm. this is something different mm-hmm. and then to find out you hadn't coached like i mean you'd coached before but yeah. you hadn't coached college like right. and that this was your thing now was wow and that was pretty much right like why you decided to jump in and like let's try to get a college job yes um my wife told me i better start doing what i love otherwise i wasn't going to make it because it, I, I loved what I did. I love right. working with numbers and, and doing profit loss analysis and all of that stuff. Um, it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also about the people you're working around. Right. Um, and there were some changes at the hospital. And, you know, I, I can work with any type of person. I have worked for any type, uh, multiple personalities. It's all good. Mm-hmm. But when you start working for a bad person, that's just a bad person. Not that they can't supervise. It's just they're a bad person. And it was causing, you know, a lot of anxiety. And, and my wife said, it's, you got to get out. 
And she said, if you could do anything you wanted, what would you do? So that's easy. Coach college softball. And then I just laughed because I'm like, I'm never coaching college softball. Yeah. My wife found this job out in McCook. Good job. She's the one wow. that sent it to me. Kudos. She said, you need to apply. Andrea. I said, where the hell's McCook? Right. Hurtful, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, southwest Nebraska. The suburbs. Yeah, that is love, though. It is. Like, Someone that's who how you loves know you yeah. more than the paycheck. And I, yeah. you say that, and you're kind of like, well, yeah, everybody. No, they don't. Yeah. Like, there's a lifestyle you're used to living. There's a way you've done things. But to like, care about somebody's, like, mental, physical, you know, because it comes physical, health, mm-hmm. that's huge. So good job, wife. Yes, Andrea Andrea is a very sweet person. She uh, she puts up with a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Obvi- oh, Obviously, gosh. we see yeah. it sitting I'm in the room. I'm a treasure. I am a treasure. Poor uh, Lena has yeah. only a, met you a, for like 20 a, minutes. A, I'm a telling you deep, this. A treasure <laughs> you dig very, very deep for and then wonder... Was this worth it? No. Yeah. Andrea saying. literally has been given a packet of gold tickets into heaven yes. for dealing yep. with this yep. man. Yep. I'm just telling no you. Fans. Oh, I know. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And what another awesome thing. So you th- you're never going to coach college softball. You just said that. But the fact that it, there has to be a place, a college, that takes a chance on somebody that doesn't have doesn't have it like so you know you might get like 10 15 20 different applicants or whatever that you're in your top but then there's that one person that didn't have any college coaching experience mccook took i think one of the best i mean that you were phenomenal choice obviously obviously he has it yeah he He didn't have it on paper right yeah like you're but like saying that yeah all it took i got turned down from a lot yeah i didn't even get interviews i didn't even get phone calls saying we're not going to bring you in but that's because there are people i think one of they were afraid to take a chance and i think that's one thing that i love that mccook community college took a chance on you because i i think that they saw like you were willing to give up something Mm -hmm. for your passion and there is a difference in coaches that coach to coach and coaches that coach for passion and because they love the sport and lo and behold you're freaking I'm not going to, don't get a big head in here or anything. It's a small room. You're no, a badass. I'm, crazy. I'm nuts. You're a badass. Like you <laughs> did stuff that McCook softball has never done before. Uh, you guys recently just won um, the region nine championship. Yep. Never been done. That's players. I don't, I don't, I don't swing. I don't feel the ball. That's all the players. Right. But good group you of were kids. The coach. And we got a host region, region, whatever. Yeah. yeah we were the tournament. Won the regular season, so we get to host the tournament, region tournament. So that was exciting for the kids. And I'm, I was excited for them because they got to play at home. Yeah. Huge. yeah. I w- it wasn't, you know, us little people, the low levels. Our tournament got canceled because uh, the oh, big really? dogs yeah. got the field. Yeah. <laughs> really, like it was a hard, we were our big one home yeah. tournament. Well, and then like, oh, yeah, never mind. We yeah. don't matter right now. <laughs> yeah. Which, it was just, so, it was such Sorry a cool thing, Sorry. though. No, such a cool thing. Um, and, and you did that. Even, yeah, your players were the ones. Coaches, we just, you know, we just put the people on the field or the court, and then it's up to them and the things that we taught them. But, I, make, I make Maddie do everything. Yeah. Yeah, poor sweet Maddie. Everyone's already listened to that episode, so yes. they know poor what we're dealing Maddie, with. My butt. Oh, poor no, we listened to it twice. Maddie. I felt yes. the pain. Yes. I know. <laughs> that poor girl, she's like, just, yeah. Just listen. It's my dad. Yeah, my, my dad. dad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which is also another awesome thing. You two work together so well so well oh we we do i mean do you work uh, yeah because at some point she gets mad and says no listen Mm -hmm. Uh, okay i'll shut up right it takes quite a while but what most fun i've ever had and i i I have have had a blast out here but when i coached showcase travel ball it was 
me, my son, and my daughter, all three of us. My son was my pitching coach. Mm-hmm. And Maddie did the hitting, and I just walked around, and then I went drinking with the parents afterwards. <laughs> Sounds um, about right. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, and when my but, kids play softball, kind of coach. And then, and then my wife ran everything. She was mm-hmm. the director of softball operations. That's her title. Oh. She set up hotels. This is who we're calling. This is where we're going. I just followed people around. Mm-hmm. But that's what we did. It was a family thing. Right. And we loved it. That's amazing. My oldest daughter, she couldn't. She's raising two little boys. Uh, can't wait to get back there and see them. Wait, you're a grandpa? Yeah. I'm grandpa? Poppy. They I call me Poppy. Ask, oh my gosh. Poppy. Poppy. Poppy that softens everything about it. It in that does. Name. Oh my god. I bet you're a good grandpa. I am. Poppy I, is I a encourage good poppy. Yes, I encourage poppy. them to do things wrong and their mom gets mad at me. I bet exactly oh. yeah. Which makes yeah. a good poppy. Yes. But um poppy. but no, it was a it was a family thing and we loved doing it because mm-hmm. we all enjoyed it. And you got um, into softball because of Maddie, right? Right. My yeah. oldest daughter no, my oldest oh, daughter. Yeah, yeah, played. She played yep. because Maddie played right. at the same school that she did. And so you started coaching your older daughter's team? I coached her for one year. And then that wasn't, no. <laughs> no, bad idea. I, I have one of those too. <laughs> so, but I had Maddie since she was like 11. So how did you get to be knowledgeable about softball? Because clearly you didn't pay, play. This head is loaded oh with information. Almost all of it useless. Yeah. No. Um, I, every year I go and to coaching clinics Mm -hmm. because I want to keep learning, but then I take advantage of it and I sit down and talk to coaches at the division one level. Why do you do this? What's the purpose behind it? And there's, they're number one, they're, they're so smart, but, and they make you feel not intentionally, but feel stupid because they say, well, you should do this and here's why. And I, oh, that's easy. Why didn't I think of that? Right. But, um, they want to share information. I mean, they're incredible, incredible people that just they want to share and they want to help others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been doing that for I don't know, poof, over ten years, fifteen years. And every um, year, I just get a little bit smarter. Well, you would think I would get smarter, right? Brain's gonna run out of space here before too long. Um, but my mentor, former <laughs> University of Iowa coach, uh, Gail Blevins, uh-huh. she's in multiple Hall of Fames, um, and she's still. Um, she's retired, but there's still schools that call her and do conference calls with her just to pick her brain on stuff. Um, but she's even better person than, than she is a coach. Mm-hmm. But I've spent a ton of time with her. Um, she Obviously, she was in Iowa City. so And I took Maddie to her for hitting lessons. And that's where mm-hmm. we started to get to know each other. And then I was friends with some of her former players. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then had that connection. Uh, Coach Blevins taught me a ton. I I wouldn't be anywhere without Coach Blevins. Um, she must be a saint also for dealing with you. Oh, she is. She's yeah. incredible. But, you see, we have lunch together and we talk. She doesn't have to be around me that much. Oh, just a quick just now. A quick, yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. community everywhere or just softball? Like, is that kind of community? Like, do you get that kind of, like, I mean, support with volleyball coaches? Like, I don't, I just I don't know if like, I've heard that before. I mean, you can go to, like, volleyball things and... I don't, it's like, you almost have to be like, it's kind of like, I don't know, but maybe I feel like I'm friendly and I try to make friends with like lots of different people. But do you have a lot of people sharing the wisdom of the sport? Uh, if they, if you pay them. Okay. <laughs> really? I mean, like, I feel like to, that's right? a unique to, thing. To that point on sharing wisdom, true story. I'm sitting beside Patrick Murphy, University of Alabama coach. And we're talking because his mother uh, lived 45 minutes from me in Iowa. Um, 
so we had that connection but then we were talking and we were talking strategy and coach weekly university of tennessee comes by and they're in the same conference murphy stops talking to me which i can't believe he did that um <laughs> and he said hey coach i have a slapper for you because tennessee loves slappers and murphy does but tennessee's always got him he said i'd love to have her i just don't have room she's that good and he gave her the information yeah and i she walked away and i said um you're going to have to play against this kid. Right. He said, oh, yeah, she's a great kid. But just helping, helping he, a kid. They just out. want to help each other. And in right. the SEC, oh. which is, you know, the best softball conference, they share that stuff. And they share ideas with each other. Yep, on the field, competitive as hell. But they do those things. And that, and that is what blew me away a long time ago. And that's when I knew, oh, they'll, they'll do anything. Yeah, All you got to yeah. do is have the guts to walk up and talk to him. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's awesome. Think, yeah, that's huge. Mm -hmm. uh, Lena, she's super disappointed that you're leaving because I really, so I'm like, disappointed. and I told you this, like you need, I wish you would have done camps and stuff. And because there, this is, I think. Well, I, I was gone a lot in the summer to work camps. Right. Sure. I know, but still. And recruit. When you do work. Yeah. Your real job, you could have done something for the community. <laughs> I have one that loves the game, and I didn't grow up in softball, so I was like, yes, we have something amazing going on in McCook. Yes. This is awesome. Yeah. We can go to the experts and ask questions, and then boom, bomb drops. I think you're using a really big word there. when Experts. experts. Well, I know. Kilberg. I feel like when he's in Maddie, the room. for sure. Yeah. Let's, I mean. Yeah, stroke the ego a little. I, I always get a kick out of, and Maddie does a great job, and she knows what she's doing. She's mm -hmm. really good. Um, but when she tries to tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Who taught you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But no, but no, she does. She's, she's, she's smart. She's what? learned a lot over the years. She's, she's went with me. Reed has went with me to the coaching clinics mm -hmm. um, just to learn and understand this is what they're doing now. And that's the biggest thing I think high school coaches miss. And I know a, a lot of places your coach is your math teacher or science teacher, whatever. Um, but those that – really want to do it or their ego is such like i'm a great coach number one get over it we're, we're all dumb um they're teaching things they haven't been taught in 15 years mm -hmm. oh, and it's just like what yeah. wh when's the last time if you don't want to take advice and i don't go like hey everybody should listen to me i'm not that smart i'm really not i mean uh, most days i'm an idiot um but wh why wouldn't you ask what's happened or what, it, what, what, what are they teaching now? So many high school coaches and even travel ball. When's the last time you talked to a college coach? Division one, yes. division two, division three. There's yeah. great division three, NAI, doesn't matter. The, you know who the good ones are because they have good programs. Mm -hmm. When's the last time you asked anybody? No kidding. Yeah. University of Missouri, you can email her. Um, her name's, I'm losing her name. She, she's also the pitching coach there. You can email her. She'll send you a video. Here's how you'd fix that pitch. That's awesome. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I think it's more or less just not being afraid to talk. Right. Like talk and make connections. And there's some out there that think, you know, they know I, everything. I'm smart as hell. Yeah. I have a great program, so right. I'm smart. Uh, at the high school level, you have great athletes. Yeah. They, they need to be taught <laughs> other things that, and like, you need to also be learning as well. Yeah, and they can just out athlete the other team. Right. Yeah. Mm. Very good. I'm sorry. 
do you feel cold air? Yeah, it actually feels cool in here. I'm now. like, what is? What? I know. I don't that know. It must be because Cobes, all your hot air is coming this oh way because I don't. Gosh. <laughs> Maybe it's because we didn't let that oscillate. Is that the word? Maybe that's side to side. It was just coming this fan. way. Yeah. That's why. And just so all you listeners know, they get a fan and I'm sitting here sweating. <laughs> True. You were out in the sun all day. You're yeah, softball Yeah, this has got to feel better in here. Yeah. Oh, no, I not love by being much. outside. I'd rather be outside even yeah, in the heat. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Look at him. Not Doesn't me. he not look like he puts baby oil, baby oil on and goes out and coaches? Oh, yeah, and that tan. Yeah. I don't put baby oil on. Uh, yeah, the first time sure. I saw this guy, I was like, I know. I was accelerator. Yeah, I was accused of going to a tanning bed. Yeah, hey, I'm going to be in a coffin soon enough. I'm not going to lay in one ahead of time. I don't need to get don't size for it or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, no but I want to go back to the thing that your wife said, and when you were like trying to figure this whole thing out, what I mean, you were working for somebody, you know, that whole struggle. But what else was going on? Like, what else made you? You could have went and did what you were doing in a lot of other places. You know, you could have still done accounting, yep. but like you went so far the other direction. I want to understand where that came into play. Well, part of it was when I wasn't at work at the university, I was at a softball field. Got it. I gave private lessons um, and um, our, our one of our travel ball teams. I had kids from the northern part of Iowa, central Iowa, and southern Iowa. Well... Some organizations say, okay, yep, I gathered these kids together. We'll meet at the tournament, and that's when they see each other. Mm-hmm. Or that's when they – and then you work on your own. I don't think that's fair to the kids. So I would – one night a week, I would drive to northern Iowa, work with that group of kids that was up there. One night a week, I'd drive to southern Iowa, work with them. And one night a week, central Iowa, I would stay there and work with those kids. So I knew that we were teaching something. Sure. It okay. wasn't just – Hey, I'm a great coach. I have these kids. Oh, you haven't worked with them a day in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always at a field um, and always doing something with softball. Um, now, could that not have been a lucrative thing? Like just staying with like the private lessons? And Oh, yeah. Yeah. Except but, if you play for me, I don't charge you. Oh. I, and actually, I had kids that didn't play for me. Gosh, I, I like you even more now. I, I didn't I, realize you were that nice. Well, there, only there's to people his, that only make a lot of players. money. There's people that make a lot of money. I yeah. couldn't charge people. I'm not that smart. You're spending time with me. <laughs> You're gonna need a counselor, number one. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but I couldn't charge him. I just, it's just me. You just did it because you loved it. Yeah. And they want to learn. And, man, those are the best kids to be around. I had a blast doing lessons. I had a blast. That's awesome. So it could have been lucrative. If you don't, like, recruit 40 All-Americans after this podcast, I'm going to be really disappointed in you. Uh, can, can I have you send it to some players? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that's, a great that's a good idea. idea. I'll yeah. send you the link so yeah. then you can share it since you don't know where to find it. But, yeah. oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, he obviously oh, does not. Yeah, I'll have Maddie. Okay. I'll have Maddie show yeah. you. I would say that's awkward, but I don't have a conscience. So yeah, oh, yeah, that's shining through. And this is why yeah. all, the, all of his little people would need therapy afterwards. Yeah. Tell me, there had to be a time somewhere along the lane with lessons that you had to go to a parent and be like, maybe this just isn't for them. Or maybe you never had that conversation. But were there times that you're just like, I don't know if they're meant to play or do, you know. Um. Any conversation was, because <clears throat> I would never tell a kid not to play. Awesome. It was l- lowering the parents' expectations. 
So when I talk to them, it's like, you got to relax a little bit. You know, whether depending whether it was their age, whether it was, you know what, they just started. Right. You, you, you got to relax. Or otherwise, they're going to quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because oh you my. just keep harp. I had a, yeah. I had a player. I met her when she was in sixth grade. <clears throat> I think sixth. She was a right-handed hitter. She was fast. But she wasn't that good of a hitter. So slapping, which you do from the left side, you just knock the ball onto the ground and outrun it. If you're not fast, you're not a slapper. Okay. And so I talked to her about it, and she said... Wait, wait, So if you're not a good hitter, then you turn into a slapper? No. Okay, continue. But this kid, with her speed... Right. She would have been good. Like, oh, you're you're a slapper. You can be a slapper if you want. Yes, I want to be a slapper. So I had to talk to mom and dad. Okay, here's what's going to happen. We're doing this for a year. You get mad and you say, well, this game, you're going to hit from the right side. I'm done. Because it's going to take you a year to try and get comfortable. To be a slapper. Yep. Yeah. You so- deal with the outs mm-hmm. and just deal with it. Dad, stand by the dugout. She'd get out in the game. Well, this is working out really well. <laughs> and he was a nice guy, yeah, but he right. would just get mad because yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> her. So that was sixth grade. Went and she stuck with it. And I hit with her. I, in the winter, <clears throat> they would put up a small cage in their basement. And I would go over to their house and hit with her. But um, her eighth grade year, she, she made, um, I think it was second or third team all state as an eighth grader. Wow. And That's cool. The dad was like, okay, I guess this worked out okay. Yeah. And now she's at a, she got a scholarship at a D2 school in Missouri. See, and that's, that's <laughs> a perfect story. Just to like parents, the coaches know what they're like. Not all coaches, but yeah, but yeah, coaches know what they're doing. Oh, parents are terrible. Yeah, like, <laughs> and we're just gonna I say was, it like it is. Oh, I was, gosh. I was. Tell at, us how you feel, Ken. Yes. I went to scout for my travel ball team. I went to scout a pitcher, mm-hmm. and I go and I sit down in the front row, and she goes out and she's pitching, and I hear a guy chirping behind me. I'm like, wow, this fan's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. She was in the middle of an inning. He made a comment about a pitch she threw. She had a discussion with him while I was throwing this. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's her dad. Oh, my. And she was a pretty good pitcher. I got up and left. (sighs) I didn't even talk to her or nothing. I just got up, left. I'm done. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Yes. And she, I think she went, I can't remember if she went Division Two or Lower Division One. But she was good. Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't need this crap. Right. No. I mean, parents, you know. Have you ever had any... uh, parent you've been in McCook for two years any parenting at the college level that you're just like oh no they don't bother me here I don't talk to parents they're afraid of you (laughs) they're not afraid of me (laughs) I am a very personable person (laughs) um no the parents have been really good that's good um I'm not saying they always agree with me but right what are they gonna say Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not high school or travel ball you uh, right so at your new job I'm assuming you're taking Maddie Oh, shit, Jess. Oh, okay. Oh. 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 It's disappointing. I'm, I'm going to go. You can finish yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to pack and move to Burlington? It's right on the river, man. Oh, you can go boating no, all the time. No, I can't do that. A bunch of places to eat wings. Gosh, it sounds hot over there. Oh, humid maybe? Maybe too. It's humid. Yeah, yeah it sounds it humid. It will be humid. Yeah. yeah. That's, but that's all right. Uh, yeah. For you. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to sweat anyway, so then I can just say it's the humidity. I would think, okay, having your daughter to me would be like, I mean, it's the blessing and the curse all in one, but knowing she's going to be like honest with you because she doesn't have to hold anything back. Like she's, you've been her coach, you've been her dad. I would think that would be just like, tell it to me straight. And is that the harder thing or is that like, Oh no, I prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. A lot of times she doesn't even have to say it. I see the expression on her face Mm -hmm. and I just say, okay, what did I screw up? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I saw the look. And so I relate, you know, it may be, I don't know. It might be hard for her. I don't know. I, I hope it's not. But for me, a lot of times it's just, I see the look on her face. and I'm like, yeah, I screwed that up. But like the play you called, the way you executed it, like what you said or. Yeah. Sometimes what I said. Um, I mean, I love my kids, my players. I love them to death. Um, and I love to have fun, but I'm competitive. Sure. Um, and I've, I've apologized to players after a game. Say I approached that the wrong way. I'm an oh, idiot. Yeah. Um, but them knowing when I screw up and I know it, they're going to know because I'm just going to tell them. Right. I did that for my pitcher. Um, last year, her, her parents were here and mom's freak. Um, but so I call pitches based on the batter's swing. I see their swing and say, okay, there's a hole in the swing. We're going to throw this pitch. And I called a drop ball outside. Called the drop ball and I went, uh-oh. And Maddie said, what do you mean, uh-oh? I said, yeah, I shouldn't have called her. She's got a golf swing. So she's going to go down and come back up. And I said, Maddie said, so change it. I said, ah, we're ahead. Let's see what happens. Girl ropes it to right center field on a dime, hits the, hits the fence, gets a triple. And the other team's going crazy, and I was like, okay, whatever. But I waited until the screaming was done. And then I got up, walked out towards the foul line, and I said, O'Neal, I said, that was a great pitch. Man, that thing fell off the table. I said, it was a terrible call. I said, that was all my fault. Because there's a chance that somebody was going to yell at her. I'm just like, no, I'm the one that screwed that one up. I'll take blame Mm -hmm. for it. Wow. So, but you got, you do that for the kids, and you don't just... Do it. I don't do it to make myself feel better. It's they have to trust me. Mm-hmm. And when I screw up and I admit it, it's okay if you screw up, but you, I expect you to admit it and own it. Right. And then we move on. Right. So. I think that's one thing about Kevin. You're a good coach and you're going to just become better every year. But I think you're very honest with all your players, no matter what. Like they're going to be able to tell if like you're upset or Happy, uh, you wear your your nonverbals are pretty strong. I've watched you. Coach. I've heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's been times like, geez, thank God, there's a fence here. Yeah. I don't, but um, but on that, you have great teams, and so there's a part of me. I remember like after this last season, I don't know who I was talking with. I said, I feel like I need to be like more, not like your players love you, but they also hate you as well. Take oh, this, yeah. You know, take that with a grain of salt. I sleep with both eyes open. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, the struggles are like, they might not like you today because you are tough on them and you, you let them know the honest truth, but then they became winners. And so if that makes sense and a lot of teams today, like I feel like in our league, it's like that the coaches that it's a love hate relationship yet, yeah, but they're really successful. And so for me, I'm like, I think I need to 
turn it up a little bit and be a little bit more honest and tell them like it is. They don't need to like me. <laughs> I, I tell day. every recruit and with their parents with them. Mm hmm. At some point, you will leave practice, and probably multiple times, but at some point, you will leave practice, and my name something more creative than coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are the nicknames right. we were, yeah. you don't know about. I, I said, but what you have to understand is I'm not going to yell at you. You need to do better and walk away. Right. I, I'm going to stand right there and help you. Mm-hmm. you. You may wish I'd walk away, <laughs> right? but either me or Coach Maddie is going to be standing there. I need more out of you today on this. We need to get over the hump. And so I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to push you. Mm-hmm. And those are the days where, you know. Yeah. And they become successful because of that. And they bond. Exactly. This last year's team took half the year to get there. Mm-hmm. And that's when they started playing well. And we made some changes. And and the fact, you've never seen this side of Kevin. He's so emotional. I couldn't imagine. No, like, <laughs> emotional. Okay. I love my kids. I mean, Tears. Oh, tears? Oh, oh, no. I'm telling you, Poppy, Poppy Kevin comes oh. out. Oh. Yeah. That's so I just sweet. like remember the first time uh, at our athletic banquet, and I'm like, and Clay's like, well, you don't cry ever. And I'm like, I don't know why Kevin's cr- they're crying. You'd think the room would be cooler. With your yeah. Oh, that's with when I was talking about Maddie. Yeah. Oh. They, they have a really, it's a pretty it's sweet relationship. Kid. I know. It's but no, I cry in front of the players. I know. Yeah. I just, it's what I feel. Yeah. I'm, and so like that, like that, like his passion for the game yeah. is it's, he wears it. Yeah. Like you can tell. Yeah. He loves the sport. Yeah. Doesn't and hold so back. like at the end of the day, no matter, like, I I don't know, players come talk to me no matter what. And I'm like, you're talking about a coach that loves the freaking game. Like, I don't give two shits. I'm just going <laughs> to listen to you. But like this man loves the game. Right. Loves it. So, and you have an awesome support system too. Yes. Absolutely. Maddie, Andrea your son oh yeah yeah so when you moved here your whole family didn't come with you like no they were um my son and my oldest daughter are both teachers back in iowa okay um they teach special ed okay um and they coach got it but maddie came out here with me um which i mean they're adult children but did your wife come yeah okay Uh, Okay, eventually it took her a while to get a job didn't it well yeah she i stuck her was giving the household yeah right and then she had to that. find a job out yeah. here. Yeah. So, yeah, I was out here for a while by myself. Right. I don't do well. No. And on you top of that, which this was kind of a, this was like COVID when you came. Yes. Uh, he had oh. a really scary situation. Do you mind talking about that a little bit? Well, that's fine. Um, so his wife, Andrea, she ended up getting COVID really bad. Right? Yeah. She was in the hospital for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um and it, yeah, it was, it was, um, it, it, it wasn't good. She and was here in McCook? No, no, no. Yeah, they, took, they took her, I took her to the hospital here in McCook. They transported her to, um, uh, Carney? North Platte. North Platte. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but at one point the doctor just, she was, doctor was supposed to call every day cause I couldn't go up there. And she said, I, we're, we're not sure what to do. I said, I don't understand what that means. Well, if she doesn't get a transfusion, we don't know what next steps are. I said, no, you have to have a plan. And then, you know, where my lack of patience came in. And I, I felt bad afterwards. Like after Andrea was okay. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> Not she's, then. Yeah, right. <laughs> Months after. But I kind of yeah. <laughs> I, I blew a gasket. I don't know why she stayed on the phone. 
It became oh. a one-sided conversation. Oh. Um, but you, I, I said, you're a doctor. You, ha- you have to have a plan. If this doesn't work, we're doing this. If that, I said, it's A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, we're at the point where we don't know. Mm-hmm. So I may have referenced them as something other than intelligent. Mm. Yeah. And that she should be at a different hospital. She said, well, she can't get transported anywhere. But no, <sighs> they did it. They, they, they made her better. Um, so I'm incredi- obviously incredibly thankful for that. But it was, uh, it, it was not pretty. Oh, jeez. It was, it was a rough And it was right after she got here. Yeah. It was like, <sighs> she just moved here, and then Kevin was gone, and it was like, what's going on? And it was, it was a bad deal. Yeah. It was a bad deal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're a good family guy. And so it's like, yeah, your family didn't move out here with you, but you guys have been together, like your kids and Andrea, for <laughs> forever. I, I, told, I told my son, I said, we talk more now when I was out here. Yeah. Because he lived like 15 minutes from me. Right. Um, he said, well, I always knew you were there. So if I needed you, but we FaceTimed every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my, in my oldest daughter, we talk, but it's not the same as being there. Um, but we talked, we made it work. When you were thinking of leaving, did you already know that you wanted your daughter to go with you? Or how did that yes. transfer? Yeah. That was like a non-negotiable for you that like she would go? Uh, I didn't know if she was going to. Oh, okay. Um, and she didn't tell me until like I was getting ready to leave because I thought, shit, I'm going to have to get out there and then find a coach. Who in the hell do I know out there? I'm not going to find anybody. And, and then, that would work with you? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. Sweet yeah. baby Jesus, thank God. I, w- going. <laughs> I would have went through one a week. Yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> the things they would have said. But uh, but yeah, then just before I left, she said she wanted to come out. And oh. I'm like, oh, thank Christ. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but that's why yeah, that's why I, you know, it, like thanking Maddie at the athletic mm-hmm. banquet. Why I get emotional? I'm not easy to get along with. Mm-hmm. I demand a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't demand more than what I'm going to give, but I, I can be <laughs> fairly demanding at times. Right. Like I want it now. Like, no, I've changed my mind. Mm-hmm. It's too bad you couldn't read it. <laughs> um, but no, she does a great. But job. also, I mean, also like on Maddie's part, you're her dad and you're her boss. So like, yeah, that that probably is a little tough at times. But on that note, you guys are also super close. Like. Oh, yeah. I feel like you guys probably tell each other everything. Uh, no, I bet there's things she doesn't tell me. Or that. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, true. You know. But, like, I you know, know that. You I know, know that. that. Yeah, yeah, I know okay, that. Okay, whatever. But, <laughs> but I just know, like, sometimes, like, I'll piss you off for, for whatever I do. And I'll, I'll call Maddie. I'm like, has your dad said anything about me yet? And she'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah, just let him cool down for 48 hours. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I didn't mean it like that. Like, dang. So it's usually when I go over and I realize she hasn't been in her office oh, all week. Great. I can understand. That's when I text Coach Olson to say, hey, does yeah. volleyball coach still work here? Yeah. yeah. Does she even do her job anymore? Yeah. yeah. But no, Maddie does. She does. Um, she, she she probably reads me better than I read her because mm-hmm. I'm more of a boom. I just react. Um, and then I say things and then I figure it out instead of waiting. You know, right. let's make sure I have the words correct before mm-hmm. I say it. So I end up saying it like twice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but no, she does she does a really good job with it. She's it's it's a lot of fun having her. That's awesome. Reed's when I, at Southeastern since we're so close. Reed's going to drive down twice a week and work with my pitchers. Awesome. Oh my gosh, so, that's, that's so amazing! Cool. Yeah, I'm excited cool. about that. That's, oh. Yeah, and then we'll have go out for wings each time. Yeah, of course, wings and beer. Yep, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. yeah. The funny thing about... That's the only two food groups you need, wings and beer. Kevin? <laughs> well. I've learned yeah. so much from Kevin. Like, I live here. I didn't know one. Like, Sarger's serve pizza on, like, Tuesdays. Oh, my God. It's good. Yeah. Kevin's I mean, like, oh, Tuesday, beer and pizza. If you've had your tetanus shot, it is the best <laughs> place in town to go for a good time. But if you haven't, I'd steer... Just and kidding. what do you do? Tequila? Tequila's on what night? Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. That's the... Dollar taco and yep. buck 50 margaritas. I just learned about he that six months everything. ago. He knows everything. I know. Like, I can't he know, like every night. Like, it's... That's amazing. So, That's if you decide you don't want pizza on Tuesday nights at Sarge's, it's the okay. only night they make it there. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, it's the best pizza I've had. Okay. Anyway, if you decide you don't want pizza, if my car's not at Sarge's, <laughs> it's at... Uh, Copper meal because they have the burger special on Tuesday nights. Oh, yeah, those are Their good. Their burgers are really good. Those are really good. I love right. that, Kevin. He just knows. Well, you're, not, you're a community college coach. Yeah. You're living on a budget. Like, it's like, right. you're, like yeah. you're, you're wheeling and dealing. You're driving yeah. so, around finding uh-huh. the deals. So, like, you know, Monday and Wednesday, we eat at home. Oh, that's the one night Andrea has to cook? Mm-hmm. Well, two, Monday two. and Wednesday. <laughs> okay, two nights, yeah. But Tuesday, Thursday, and then Friday is automatically sit up. Because oh, you got to have wings on Friday night. Yeah, that's so funny. I th- gosh, these businesses are going to be losing a, a lot of money. Yeah, we would get it. Chuck would give us our own high top. He'd put okay. a reserve sign on. This our is oh. this is the best part. The fact that he knows the waiter's name. Yeah, he's the bartender. Yeah, yeah the Chuck's bartender. bartender. Yeah, Chuck yeah. the bartender. Shout out, Chuck. Yep. Yeah, he's the best bartender ever. He is. He's. Oh, so good. that's I remember, nice. I remember when Chuck worked out at the marina. Oh yes, oh, really? that's right. I loved the marina. How did we not cross paths out there? I don't understand that. We probably we would have had to maybe I don't know like because I used to play on Cherry's team and Crick and mm-hmm. Noth Nagel. That was oh. that was BC before children. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay. And we Cobza would... was probably out there during the day when most people are working. Exactly. Oh, Gosh, amen. Yep. She's setting up office. So she was here like, COVID. Go. What do you mean? People are just now working from home. I've been yeah. doing that forever. <laughs> when COVID started, I was like, I will go back to work. I will risk my life because I was already <laughs> off for maternity leave. Oh yeah, I've been there. I understand. Oh. What is something you want to be known for? Like when your players are talking about you. What is something you really want them to have taken away from your coaching style? Good question. Thank you. Family. Oh, goal. <gasps> treat each other. Treat each other the right way. And and I've kicked people off my travel team. I've kicked people off my college team. Mm-hmm. High school, you can't because you know politics in high school. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But if about. you don't want to be a good teammate and treat, there's too many bad things going on around us. We yes. can't control. If you can't treat your teammates the right way, and that's Part of why a lot of the teams that I'm part of the coaching staff has been successful is they play for each other. Right. And when you're having a bad stretch, everybody has them, but if you're playing for each other, you get through it. If you have a bunch of individuals, they don't. Mm -hmm. It just continues that way. Um, So, you know, we talk about it a lot, and it's not just talk. It's this is the expectation. Mm -hmm. Um. But I would hope that, that, you know, family being a great teammate and that they know I love them. That's so amazing. What is something, if you could change about travel ball, the culture of travel ball, what would be something you would change? 
Um, let's see. I don't know. I always like travel ball. Um, I think parents need more education. Go deeper in that. Mm -hmm. Explain that a little bit, please. There are travel ball organizations that a parent will spend more money getting their kid through travel ball than they will their first year of college. Um, I don't like it when I feel like people are taking advantage of it and you know which ones they are because you go to the same tournaments they do. And all we did on our travel ball team, we get if you weren't there the year before, then we get you a uniform. So there's right. that cost. And then here are the tournaments we're going to. We add up the money. Here's the total cost. Here's how many players. We split it. I, there's no anything extra. I don't want anything extra. We just do it. Got it. Okay. Um, so when you're at the same tournaments as some of these other organizations, and you know what they charge, <laughs> and yes. it's three times what you charge. Yes. Um, I don't, I don't like that. Um, but some of it is, you know, and if an organization's already good, it, you're just stuck. Right. You're going to have to pay that money. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's one thing as a college coach, I found it like tournaments that I go recruit when a certain organ team is playing, a certain organization is playing. No, well, the D1 coaches just go up and put a lawn chair down, and they're going to go watch. Um, that you're never going to get around, but there's enough of the next level travel ball teams. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to charge that much money. It, if, if that's your livelihood and you tell the parents, this is my livelihood, so this is why I'm charging, okay, and they're willing to do it. Got it. Um, but I know some that have a job, a good job, and they charge through the nose, man. And I, 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 I have no idea how much money they end up making. Mm -hmm. um, organizations that all of a sudden, it's the same organization and it's in like six states. You don't even know those people. Right. So what are we doing? And they're trying to get affiliated with an organization, you know, down in Georgia. With a, with an organization that's in the Midwest, um, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, I, I I just we need as college coaches we need to educate parents. Here's what we need in order to come watch your kid. Oh, we're not okay. coming it when Division One coaches are at a field, they have a sheet this, that they know I'm here to watch this, this, and this. Got it. Or maybe just this. Mm -hmm. They're not walking around saying, oh, I wonder if there's any good players on this field. They don't do it. And they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. when there's not time. And you, it's just you can't do it that way. Um, I mean, even I go, I have a sheet. I'm looking for these kids. Um, and then if you happen to see somebody else, great but you, you got lucky got it that player got lucky that they were seen sure i think we need to do a better job as college coaches and educating parents instead of some not all some travel ball coaches educating parents travel oh. ball coaches are oh, oh, you gotta do this mm -hmm. no you don't you have to get them video 
show interest in their school. Why? Uh, I've, I've had Division One coaches tell me when I did travel ball, if a kid hasn't filled out a recruit me that explains why they want to come to that school, not doing it. You're not coming here to play softball. You're coming here to school, and then we Got have it. softball. Got it. Um, so filling out the recruit me thing, I, the parents need to understand so that they, the, the, the coaches know this kid's interested and then put the video out there. Um, I, I've had recruits going into their senior year um, while I'm waiting for a Division One offer. It's not coming. You know, I, even juniors. Have they, anybody talked to you yet from Division One? No, they're not going to. Unless something happens in their program that they, oops, we lost somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually happened to me a year ago. Um, kid from Alaska, pitcher. Great kid, good pitcher. She was in Alaska. Never got seen that much. Um, but she traveled down to the States for travel ball. Seriously? Every time you play, you get on a plane. But she wanted a Division One offer, so she wouldn't commit. I just, okay. But that's what has to happen. So finally, and she's a sweet kid. Um, um, Jolena. Jolena was her name. Um, she said, okay. If I don't get a Division One offer, I'm coming to McCook. That's all I need to hear. Okay. Wow. And then just before it happened, <laughs> UNLV lost a pitcher and they called her. Oh. And I'm like, are you shitting me? Yeah. No way. But it was funny because last year I was out at um, uh, the National Coaching Convention was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And the pitching sec part of it was at, on the UNLV field. And they were UN the, using the UNLV pitchers. No. As their, and so I got there and I was walking out in the field. And she came running up to me and oh said, hi, coach. Gosh. And I said, seriously, you're going to break my heart and then come up and give me a hug. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. But we laughed. But she's having right. a great time. Oh. She didn't get a throw that much, but she's only a freshman. Yeah. Um, oh. She's a great kid. That's um, awesome. So, you know, I, I've went, you know, I recruit late or I not all of them, but I've had division one coaches tell me, hey, November. December, when everybody wants to sign, don't fill your roster. Mm. Bunch of kids think they're getting D1, D2 offers. They're not coming. Mm-hmm. So oh, make sure you leave your roster open in January and February, March, and because they're going to end up eventually say, okay, yeah, nothing's coming. Jeez. I just think we need to educate parents better. Um, but I was last year looking for 22s, and I went to a field. Uh, it was in Kansas City was the tournament. And there were some kids I was going to look at. And I walked up and the coaches from both teams came up to me and said, sorry, uh, Division One coaches want 24s on the field. Wow. And it's Crazy. like, oh, no, they rule the roost. It's all good. Yeah. So but I you guys just, all work together too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So they just, I think there needs to be some education. And then, you know, lower your, lower your expectations. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Your kid, yeah. you know. Well, she wants to play Division One. Yeah, me too. Wasn't going to happen. <laughs> right. Wow. All right, Kevin, we've gotten to the point of our podcast. We're going to play a little bit of Lena Says. So we just actually, I'm going to give you a second because we actually just had somebody submit a Lena Says question. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is from so, one of our Somebody's listeners. pulling rank on me? 
What the hell? Well, you said you didn't know what this game was. So well, now I'm going to. said he had one. Do well, I know, yeah. This? No, we'll, oh, we'll do, do two. Okay, we'll do okay. two. Okay. Okay. Because it's just a quick lean assess. Okay. Okay. Got it. You're a coach that has a stud athlete on your team that isn't the best teammate. This player, however, is a make or break player in game situations. Though there isn't good chemistry when they're in, you earn points that would be critical to winning. Sorry, I'm just like thinking of what you and Kevin would say to this. Mm-hmm. You have the championship game coming up, and your difficult player says <clears throat> that they are leaving the team if you don't start them. You know you will not win if you don't have them on your team, but your school has never made it this far in the season. What do you do in a situation like this? Lena says, Attitude is everything, and I'd rather sacrifice that W and hold myself accountable to what I've already said that I wanted from them in the beginning, which would be positivity, team effort, working together. And if I allow that with that one, I've already set myself up for years of having to deal with that. So I want to stick to my precedent of, no, we are a team. It's not I, it's we, and I got to stick to that. But I like it. That's me. I want to hear what he has to say, though. Can we Yeah, that? Kevin, so what would you say? Kevin says... We wouldn't have got that far into the season, and that's still been a question. Oh, yes! Completely agree. Yeah. 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 Oh, was the mic up too loud? <laughs> <laughs> I am with you. I, I mean, I think I get what he's saying. I think I... Could you, you, like, just, could you just elaborate on that? Yeah, like, she wouldn't still be there? No, she either wouldn't still be there or her attitude would have yes. changed. Yes, it would have yes. been fixed by that. Yes, yep. right. I completely agree with that. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's what I was thinking you were yeah. going to say. That's what I thought, too. Okay, give give Lena her scenario. Kev, Kevo. Kind of what we just got done talking about, about educating parents. How? Because sometimes I've been accused of being too honest. Uh. I think that's where the ass thing comes in. Ass uh-huh. thing. Um, convincing parents your kid is not Division One. That's probably my. I mean, I'm just. I, I yeah. just tell them. I'm just being honest, and I just. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to go about that that is maybe more politically correct and not so honest? Lena no, says there is not. What percentage, what is the percentage of high school athletes that go on to play college anything? Three percent. High school? Or are you thinking JUCO college? Or are you just talking oh, JUCO? Yeah. Okay, yeah, either. I mean, it's such a it's small a pretty, percentage yeah. of athletes that go on to play at the next level that any parent that's stuck in that, that, and I guess I don't understand what you can, I mean, if you're really meant to play Division One and you start out at a JUCO, why can that still not happen? I mean... I don't understand why. Why not start there? And if that's what you're meant to do, prove it and do it. Yeah. But I don't understand where parents ever think that their, you know, their kid is the star athlete and they will go on to play anywhere when that percentage is so small. I, I think mindset is a huge thing, and I know how important that is. But parents, man, and first of all, it should be the athlete doing the work and figuring it out and you know right. putting their recruiting stuff together and. They're the one going to practice. They're the one putting in the work. They should be doing the next level work as well if they're wanting to go on. So I don't know where the parents start getting involved anyways because that, to me, just boggles my mind. Parents ruin a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. Gosh, we could just probably have an episode That's on parents. That's a whole episode. <laughs> yeah. They half the time, yeah, no. I could have and, a and they episode. don't under, And 
to your point about going to JUCO first, JUCO gets a bad rap. Yes. People aren't understanding. And I've tried to tell them. I've talked to Division One coaches with this, since COVID. Mm-hmm. It's changed. Mm-hmm. And they know they have fifth and sixth year seniors. And so they don't have as much money. Right. They know more kids are, are starting to go to JUCO. So they're going, obviously, Transfer Portal is their first recruiting tool. And then they're starting to look more at JUCO. To try and convince a kid or a parent of that? I don't understand. I said, no, it comes from a D1, from D1 coaches, yep. not from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. well, it's all Gosh, good. I feel like this was a really enlightening It episode. was good. It was good. I, I'm sad for McCook I'm that we've super lost sad. a gym. I'm, I was kind of like, oh, thank gosh, Kevin's gone. <laughs> well, I, you know. Because he keeps throwing me under the bus. Yeah. And people know, now know that I don't work. Oh, yeah. The, I wonder if anybody will check on you now that I'm gone. <laughs> I was going to say, the new oh guy. Gosh. The yeah. new guy or gal isn't going to have a clue yeah. your hours. Kevin, I Just, taught you, like, everything. You did. You helped me a ton. I know. Coach, see? So I will be forever. I'll be forever grateful don't for everything about, you did. Don't forget about the little peons in McCook. When you Maybe not off. forever grateful, yeah. I have a feeling, but for a little while. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate I, I, w- the opportunity McCook gave me. And Coach mm-hmm. Olson taking a flyer on a crazy old man. Um, That's. I will be forever grateful for that. And the community, welcome. They've been great to me and my family. Um, it is, it's a very nice place. Yes. I really do. Like, I feel it. like this is like so follow your dreams. Like, it is. Just go for it. Leave the page. And I'm not saying it's like, I'm not saying what you do or don't make, but it's like maybe what you first went into, what you first decided to do isn't always ending up being like, the thing that keeps you going. And mm-hmm. I think it's just so amazing. Your story is so amazing in that regard. Yeah. Well, I think it's just students. It doesn't have to be an athlete. Well, I'm going to major in this. I said, oh, really? You really like it? I don't know. Everybody keeps asking me, what are you going to major in? So I pick something. No. That's why people change their majors all exactly. the time. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You find F- what you're yep. passionate find about. What, yep. Find yep. what you're passionate about, man, and go do it. Yes. Find out. Yep. Yeah. Amen. And I'm a librarian. <laughs> it's okay. That's an awesome thing. Well, thanks, Kevin. Yes. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe awesome. the next guest you have, you'll let them have a fan. Oh, not just yeah. you two. I'm actually really cool in it here. Is nice. Oh, like yeah. Nice, like it's really nice. You know, over here. on this side of the room, it's hotter than Hades. <laughs> you right would have thought in his shorty shorts that I he would have come out a little no, bit more cool breeze, but I guess yeah, not. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks, Kevin. I wish you the best of luck. Uh, don't yes. forget about us over here at McCook. And everyone, thank you again for listening to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. And I'm your host, Haley Coxa. And I'm Lena. And don't forget to go buy those tickets. Yes, yeah, see you September night. Bye.